Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Innal hamdalillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa sayyiati a'malina may yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa may yudlil fala hadiya lahu wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lahu wa ashhadu anna sayyidana Muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu all praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Peace and salutations upon Muhammad ibn Abdullah, salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi. Peace and salutations upon his family, upon his friends, and upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time. Indeed, the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam قَرِينَةٌ لِكِتَابٍ فِي الْقُرْآنِ كَمَا أَنَّ الزَّكَاةَ الْمَفْرُوضَةَ قَرِينَةٌ لِلصَّلَافِهِ So slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala know that the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is connected to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he connects zakah to salah. So if one is to open the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in various places in the Quran you will find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says وَأَقِيمُ الصَّلَاةُ وَآتُ الزَّكَةِ That Allah azza wa jal he says and establish salah وَآتُ الزَّكَةِ and payu zakah. So like we see the connection that Allah usually brings zakah with salah, we find that there is a connection between the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the prophetic sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah azza wa jal, he says to us in surah An-Nisa, وَأَنزَلَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةَ وَعَلَّمَكَ مَا لَمْ تَكُنْ تَعْلَمُ وَكَانَ فَضْلُ اللَّهِ وَكَانَ فَضْلُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكَ عَظِيمًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says oh, that Allah has revealed to you the book and the wisdom and taught you what you never knew for indeed great indeed is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's favor upon you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when addressing the ummahatul mu'mineen the mothers of the believers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَذْكُرْنَ مَا يُتْلَى فِي بُيُوتِكُنَّ مِنْ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ وَالْحِكْمَةِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ لَطِيفًا خَبِيرًا And always remember what is recited in your homes of Allah's revelation and the prophetic wisdom. For surely Allah azza wa jal is most subtle and all aware. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Baqarah وَاذْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ وَمَا أَنزَلَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِنَ الْكِتَابِ وَالْحِكْمَةِ يَعِذُكُمْ بِهِ Allah Azza wa Jal says and remember Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's favors upon you as well as the book and the wisdom For indeed He has sent down for you guidance so from these three verses, 
that we've recited and from three, these three verses that we look at, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions the Qur'an and He mentions the word hikmah. And this word hikmah or wisdom is referred to the prophetic teachings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ بَعَثَ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ يَتْلُوْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ Allah Azza wa Jal, He says that indeed Allah has done the believers a great favor by raising a messenger from amongst them, reciting to them His revelations, purifying them and teaching them the book. And wisdom. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he mentions, and he says, and this hadith is found in the Musnad of Imam Ahmad. Ala inni utitu al-kitaba wa mithlahu maahu. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says that indeed I brought to you, I was given the book, wa mithlahu maahu, and something like that as well and this my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam this thing that the Prophet peace be upon him was given to was his prophetic teachings yani the Sunnah so our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed the scholars of Islam لَقَدْ أَجْمَعُوا لَمَا لِإِسْلَامِ الْمُتَقَدِّمُونَ مِنْهُمْ وَالْمُتَأَخِرُونَ and the scholars of Islam, the classical scholars and the latter scholars, they all agree that the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hujjatun fiddin, that the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is part of the legislation of Islam. So the first legislation in this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the book of Allah, which is the Quran. And the second legislation in this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the prophetic teachings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَأَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ الذِّكْرَ لِتُبَيِّنَ لِلنَّاسِ مَا نُزِّلَ إِلَيْهِمْ Surah An-Nahl. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And we have sent down to you, O Prophet of Allah, the reminder so that you may explain to the people what has been revealed for them. O oh, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, know that the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wajibun ala kulli muslim, that it is compulsory on each and every muslim to follow it, ta'zimiha, and to show greatness and love for this, ma'rifatiha, and to know it, it is a must, it is wajib on every believing male and female, young and old, that they need to know and they need to love the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa manzilatiha and they must know its status, where does it fit in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also to assist Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam meaning to assist the deen 
by following the teachings of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And as we know, the Prophet, peace be upon him, he did not speak out of his own accord, but Allah Azza wa Jal, he inspired him and he spoke, وَمَا يَنْتِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَى إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَى That the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he did not speak out of his own accord, but we inspired him, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and he spoke. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, in the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam and obedience to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. How do we obey the Messenger, peace be upon him? Yani bi ittiba'i hadihi. By following his guidance, waluzumi sunnatihi, and being attached to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam sunnah, watamasuk bi ahadithihi, and to hold fast unto his traditions, unto his ahadith. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions to us in the Quran and he says, May yuti'ir rasoola faqada ata'allah. That whomsoever obeys the messenger has indeed obeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa fi sahihayn and in Bukhari and Muslim Min hadithi Abi Hurairah radiyallahu an on the, on the authority of Abu Hurairah May Allah be pleased with him Anna al-Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He said that the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Man ata'ani faqada ata'allah Wa man asani faqada asallah The Prophet peace be upon him he said That whomsoever obeys me has obeyed Allah subhanahu Wa ta'ala, and whomsoever disobeys me has disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And now, oh my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, the ayat are many regarding this issue, and the ahadith are many regarding this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us in Surah An-Nisa, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, ati'ullaha wa ati'ur rasoola wa ulil amri minkum. Allah Azza wa Jalla says, O oh, you who believe, obey Allah and the Messenger and obey those who are in command of you. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala draws our attention to something extremely important that many of us in times we tend to lack. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَإِن تَنَازَعْتُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ فَرُدُّوهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he draws our attention. After saying, obey Allah, obey the messenger and those who are in charge of you. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَإِن تَنَازَعْتُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ But if you differ on a matter, if you differ on a matter, then what should you do? فَرُدُّوهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ So now you take this matter back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Taking the matter back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means going back to the Qur'an. Taking the matter back to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When this verse was revealed, obviously it was easy for the Sahaba because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was alive. He was with them, so they could ask him, O oh, Messenger of Allah, this has happened, what do we do? O oh, Messenger of Allah, that happened, what do we do? But once the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed on, then how do we go back? How do we take our matters back to him? 
by going back to his sunnah by going back to the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and seeing what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam left us with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says to us in surah al-hashr وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ That take that whichever the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has left you with and leave off that whichever the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has left you with. So someone, he comes to you and he says, you know what, you quoted that verse, but that verse, it deals with the war booty. And you're using this verse to say that take from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam what he has left for you, what he has given you, and leave off what he left off. And the answer to this is, as the ulama of Tasir, they mention and they say, al-ibratu bi-umum la bi-khususi sabab. That the lessons, yani, they are general. And it is sometimes not specific to that particular reason. So my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, we live in a time where people are questioning the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And they would come with various arguments or various conversations. And if, for example, they'll say that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he passed away and only 300 years afterwards, Imam Bukhari came and he compiled his book. They will tell you arguments that hadith was not written down in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And this is obviously not the time and the place to discuss all of these things, but know for sure that the scholars of Islam, classical and contemporary, they have dealt with all these issues and they have answered all these issues. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says to us, فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُوكَ فِيمَا شَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَجِدُوا فِي أَنفُسِهِمْ حَرَجًا مِمَّا قَضَيْتَ وَيُسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا But know by your Lord, they will never be true believers until they accept you, O Muhammad, as their judge in the disputes. So a matter arises, as we mentioned earlier, فَإِن تَنَازَعْتُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ فَرُدُّوهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ Here again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us and He draws our attention that they will never be true believers if they don't take their matters back to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they make the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a judge my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam I draw your attention to a hadith of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and this hadith is found in the sunan of Imam or the jami of Imam At-Tirmidhi and others as well as the Musnad of Imam Ahmad. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, 
la ulfiyanna ahadakum muttaki'an ala arikatihi ya'tihi al-amru min amri mimma amartu bihi aw nahaytu anhu fayaqul la nadri ma wajadna fi kitabillahi attaba'nahu the prophet peace be upon him he said let me not find one of you reclining on his couch when he hears something regarding which I have commanded or forbidden. And saying, I do not know, we found it in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's book. And we followed that. So this was a prophecy of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That there's going to come a time, there's going to come a people that they will say when they are presented with the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said this or the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that and they will in return tell you but we did not find this in the book of Allah and I narrate to you a narration from Imran ibn Hussein that this phenomena of rejecting a hadith is not something new. Because we find that people in our society today, in certain quarters, they think that, you know, mashallah, we are extremely intelligent, we are extremely brilliant, and they think that we discovered something new. We came with something new, and that is that we are going to try and make ta'an that we are going to try and put doubts and bring shak in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam but I take you back to this great tabi'i Imran ibn Hussein and Imran ibn Hussein he was sitting one day with a few of his companions He was sitting one day with a few of his companions and there were some other people in this gathering. And a man stood up and he says to Imran ibn Hussein, don't narrate to us except with the Quran. Meaning, don't narrate to us a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Imran ibn Hussein he said, come close. He said, come sit closer to me. So the man came close and Imran ibn Hussein asked him, do you think if you and your companions were to solely rely on the book of Allah, meaning that you don't accept any ahadith, that you would find in it Salatul Dhuhr has four raka'at, Salatul Asr has four raka'at, Salatul Maghrib has three. So Salah in its general form is mentioned in the Quran. But in its specifics, when to go into Ruku, when to go into Sujood, how many raka'at, this you find in the Ahadith of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 
And this is why the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He told his companions Sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli Make salah as if you have seen me Make salah And then he carries on and he says Do you think if you and your companions Were to solely rely on the book of Allah That you would find in it How many times to circumambulate the Kaaba? How do you know that you need to That one tawaf consists of seven circumambulations? It is through the prophetic teachings. Again, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he told us, anni manasikakum. He said, take from me your rituals of your pilgrimage. And then he said that, do you find in it to travel between Safa and Marwa? He said, O oh people, take from us, for by Allah, if you do not take from this, meaning from the ahadith, you will be misguided my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam as I mentioned earlier this is a very broad topic and I end off with a hadith of Al-Irbad bin Sariya he said that the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala delivered a moving speech to us which made our eyes flow with tears and made our hearts melt we said, O Messenger of Allah, this is a speech of farewell. What did you enjoin upon us? He, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, قَدْ تَرَكْتُكُمْ عَلَىٰ بَيْضَاءِ لَيْلُهَا كَنَهَارِهَا لَا يَزِيهُ عَنْهَا بَعْدِ إِلَّا هَالِكِ He said, I am leaving you upon a path of brightness whose night is like the day, no one will deviate from it after I am gone, but one who is doomed. <coughs> the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he then says, Man ya'ish minkum fasayara ikhtilafan kathira. And whosoever of you will live, you will see a lot of differences of opinions. فَعَلَيْكُمْ بِمَا عَرَفْتُمْ مِنْ سُنَّتِهِ So I leave upon you that which you know of my sunnah and the sunnah of the Khulafa Rashidin, the rightly guided Khulafa Rashidin. عَدُّوا عَلَيْهَا بِالنَّوَاجِثِ And hold onto this with your mawla teeth. وَعَلَيْكُمْ بِالطَّاعَةِ And hold onto obedience even if you are led by a Abyssinian slave. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide and protect us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those that follows the Quran and the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as Allah and the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ordered us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Uh, we say Jazakallah khairan to Sheikh um, Yasin 